Good morning. So the last time uh, you uh, saw the Giants, your offense really worked and really scored and had continuity and all that stuff for one of the few times all season. Mm -hmm. How do you get that to happen again? Man, I tell you, it's uh, that was a that was a, it was a fun game. Obviously, um, you know, felt like the offense was uh, in sync and rhythm. And I, I think I think you just got to as a play caller, um, you know, get to get back to to kind of what our team. Um, the success that we've had, you know, a little bit this season, last year, but kind of get back to to who we are. You know, I mean, we talk about running the ball each week, and and, and we got to do that, obviously. And I think Carson, you know, some of his strengths is, uh, you know, obviously the play action, move the pocket, uh, do the things that uh, you know were effective a little bit in that game. And um, you know, we're going against a great opponent. We know that they're they're playing well right now. And and uh, as you said, we got to get got to get back to that uh, that type of action. All those guys are can, are still day to day. Um, it's Friday. It, it is, but there's still we still got time. We still got time. Uh, we'll see what happens today. Obviously, we'll put out the injury report, you know, uh, this afternoon, and and we'll go from there. But. Um, yeah, looking looking forward to, to seeing if they can they can do something. With the with the uh, with the run game, uh, are you seeing it blocked not nearly as well as last year? Or are you seeing kind of uh, I know you mentioned plays left on the field. Uh, have there been a significant amount of those just kind of with having different backs and more inexperienced backs? Um, you know, all these backs uh, with uh, with Corey and, and Wendell, they, they've got quite a bit of experience playing. Josh is the, the sort of the young one there that's 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 getting better each week. You know, the run game, really offensively, everything's about timing and, and rhythm. And and uh, you know, if, if somebody's hat placement is in the wrong spot, or you know, maybe we we overrun uh, a tackle or, or a shaded nose, all that can disrupt timing of the uh, of the run game or in the run game. And and those are all things that we've been we've been working on and focusing on, and and just kind of getting back to, to what we what we do and what our what our strengths are up front. And you know, it's uh, you see so much uh, inside zone scheme and mid zone scheme around the league, and that's kind of who we are as a run game, you know, team. And um, it's all about the surface. I, I listen to Stout talk all the time about surfacing blocks and making sure that we don't do that. Make sure we get far enough. We don't run past blocks and we keep our head and our, our, our eyes and hands in the right spot. So those are all things that we continue to work on. It's a great experience. I mean, I know they're young. Number one, they're young. Um, but but it's it's a great opportunity for them, you know. And and uh, we always talk about the next man, and, and and they're the next men, you know. And and uh, they worked extremely hard this week, um, you know, in practice so far, and it'll be another great opportunity for for all all three of those guys, and and really, really to kind of step up and and uh, you know really um, help the defense and uh, against against a an offense right now that, that's playing well, you know, um, and and. Uh, Great opportunity, great, uh, great opportunity uh, for uh, for those three. What's the biggest challenge when you have those inexperienced players at one position? I think the biggest challenge is just the you know the rhythm, the continuity, communication. Sometimes, um, just you know body language, 
you know, being, you know, understanding the defense, all those things that kind of come with part of being around in OTAs, being around in training camp. And the fact is everything matters now, you know, everything counts. It's a real game. So, you know, they have to obviously understand that, step their game up, focus, laser focus, like we talk about and, and, uh, and be prepared. And, and, you know, you challenge the challenges, the, uh, some of the veteran guys back there with, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, Malcolm, in particular, to to make sure that these guys do get lined up and they're you know they're they're doing the right thing. The more experienced cornerbacks talk about forgetting you know they're going to get beat, forget that play, and move on to the next one. How do you get that through to younger guys who don't have that experience? And well, that's the hardest thing. I mean, you know, you see it. Uh, they get beat, and they might it might linger for a play or two, but uh, you know it just it just comes with playing. You know, that's why they're they're veteran players. They learn from their mistakes. They learn from the positives and. You know, these guys, the thing is, too, if those types of things happen, and they're going to happen, um, the rest of the team rallying around them, supporting them, and, and keeping, them, keeping them going. Tuesday we had um, uh, Malcolm say that he was, he was questioning the demeanor of, 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 the, of the team and the players. And then the day later, Fletcher Cox, another captain, disagreed with that, with that notion. Um, you know, why, what do you make of the different interpretations of, of how the, the players Played on uh, against the Saints. I'm not listening. I'm. That uh, was. That's. I'm not going there. I mean, that's that's their their opinion. Uh, I think I addressed it the other day. Um, listen, we keep bringing up five days ago. So that's not my interpretation. Talk to them again today. So, Doug, how much so you, don't, you don't think there's any division in the locker room? What's the challenge of even running a practice when you're so short on one position like cornerback? Do you have to plug in other guys there? Yeah, you take some of your young receivers, plug them in on the defensive side if they're servicing the offense and, and vice versa. You know, we've had to do it with offense and defensive linemen, you know, throughout the course of the year. Um, and it, it's a little challenge because you're not, you know, sometimes you won't get the, the right look that you need in practice. But uh, one of the things that our guys have done, and they've done well, is, is just, uh, you know, their, their willingness to, to go out and, and, and service and, and provide the look that, that we do need. And a lot of times it's from your younger receivers. Carson last week was uh, mechanics related and you know, what are you kind of picking up on there especially as a former quarterback yeah nothing's mechanic uh, you know nothing is mechanics related um, listen it's it's gonna happen you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna have games like that and and it's how well we bounce back this week how well he bounces back this week and and uh, flushes it and moves moves on no, I mean he's disappointed. Obviously, uh, one in the loss, and and uh, and two, just it, it, it's it's wanting to get back out on the practice field and, and, and really start working again and, and getting ready for the next game. You know, the next opponent, and um, you know he's such a great leader that that you know he he, he you see him out on the practice field, commu the communication level, the intensity. Um, his detail to perfection, all those things that uh, you know that we talk about and we see in in our, in our quarterback, and obviously a lot of confidence in, in his ability and, and what he's doing with the football team. But yeah, disappointed and, and can't wait to get back out back out on the field. Todd, you mentioned uh, communication specifically with the cornerback. Uh, Chand and, and Devontae at least were here during the summer, uh, but when you talk about next man up, can it can it be? Can it hurt the team if you expect them to have the same kind of communication as the guys that have been in there uh, and been starters? 
can it hurt the team? In other words, do you expect them to, to perform at that level because they were here? Well, I mean, you, you expect you expect them to play well. You expect them um, – the expectation is, yeah, because they've been here and they've been in those meetings and they've heard Jim talk about defensive calls. You've, they've heard Corey or, or Tim talk about defensive calls, alignment, assignment. Um, yeah, the expectation is, you know, they have to go and do their do their job, and they've got to they've got to embrace that. Um, and 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 we've seen that from these. I think each week they just continue to improve. You know, incremental improvements each week. Try to get one percent better every single day. Things we talk about. So by the time you get to the game, you you understand the game plan and you're ready to go. Getting back to that first um, Giants game, you spoke that week about it being a short week. And the players spoke about the fact that it wasn't an elaborate game plan. You guys went with what you knew worked. Is there something that can be taken from that, do you think, that to, to, to simplify it maybe? Yeah, I think, I think you can. Um, I think that, you know, because I think that was a Thursday night game yeah. the last time. So you kind of get back to your core, <clears throat> you know, training camp, OTA type, type stuff. And there is something to that because that's kind of what, what the players know. You can't get real elaborate with formations and different things, you know, going into a short week like that. And and quite frankly, this has kind of been that same same type of week, you know, with because of yesterday. But And even though we work Tuesday, Wednesday, um, it kind of refreshes the guys and, and you kind of keep some of your core stuff, you know. And, and uh, you know, we're still integrating, you know, uh, Golden into the offense and, and trying to increase his – volume each week and a lot of times by simplifying it for him it simplifies it for everybody else and and I think your guys can play faster that way. Doug, you referenced the, uh, the soft tissue report a couple of days ago. What was the kind of crux or takeaway from that? I think the biggest takeaway is we're exactly the same amount of soft tissue injuries at this point of the year as we were a year ago, quite frankly. Um, now you look at the total body of injuries. I mean, it's definitely more, but just specifically speaking about soft tissue, um, taking Darren out, let's take Darren away from that because of the length of time uh, that he's missed. Um, it's the identical same numbers that we were last year. How about relative to the rest of the league? Same. Same. Yeah. Average. Yep. What about right length on of recovery? Hmm? What about length of recovery? Um, all about anywhere from three to four weeks. Again, Sproles is the one that's, that's lingered a little bit longer. So in regards to Carson, going back to the game against the Saints, when the game was totally out of hand, you opted to leave him in. What was the thought process there? I think the thought process is just try to get him a little bit, try to finish the game positive, not on a negative. And even though the loss is a negative, try to get your quarterback in a positive frame of mind. So um, I had thought about you know pulling him. You know, uh, somewhere, somewhere in that late in that fourth quarter. But I decided that you know what, I'm gonna let those guys kind of fight through and, and battle through and, and and see if we couldn't get something positive at the end of the game. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you.